0: I'm Adam German from Housing Japan welcoming you to HJ Insight, a podcast dedicated to educating listeners about the ins and outs of the central Tokyo real estate market. Before we begin a little housekeeping, Housing Japan is Tokyo's premier residential real estate firm. We have divisions dedicated to long-term and short-term leasing, sales and purchase, property management and project development. If you're looking for any residential real estate services in the central Tokyo area, then we're here to help. Visit www.housingjapan.com for more information. And now, on with the show. We often get asked what will happen after the Rugby World Cup in 2019 and the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, and therefore by extension, Japan. The answer is integrated resorts, or in short, casinos. To understand why this is, it is important to look at the tourism numbers in Japan. Since 2012, total annual tourism inbound to Japan jumped almost three and a half times from a little under 8.4 million tourists in 2012 to a little over 28.6 million for 2017. As someone living in Japan, it is difficult not to notice the increase of tourists walking around Tokyo. It is also important to realize 2017 was the highest ever amount of foreign people visiting Japan and 2018 so far shows no sign of slowing down at all. There are all kinds of benefits that these tourists bring to the country, and all the benefits involve spending money in one way, shape, or form. Be it Chinese or other Southeast Asian tourists explosively shopping, to use a term directly translated from Japanese, to more affluent tourists from Europe or North America spending in the form of experiences, the benefits over the last five and a half years have been numerous. And this is where casinos come in. For most of Japan's modern history, gambling has been illegal. People familiar with Japan might point to the pachinko industry as an example of gambling that currently exists, but technically this isn't direct gambling. How pachinko operators have traditionally gotten around the gambling ban has been this. You walk into a pachinko parlor, do well at a machine that dispenses small ball bearings to represent your winnings. When you finish playing, you trade in your ball bearings for some arbitrary item whose value has been arbitrarily deemed to be the equivalent of the amount of ball bearings that you have. Usually this item comes in the form of a small stuffed animal. Then with your newly won stuffed animal you walk out the front door of the pachinko parlor, go around the corner to a small stall attached to the parlor and trade in your stuffed animal for the equivalent value of cash. This stall is a pawn shop and technically is a separate business altogether from the pachinko parlor. In this way both the pachinko parlor and the pawn stall can say neither are businesses that promote gambling and legally and technically they are correct. While this might seem laughable, it is important to note that pachinko in Japan is a $30 US dollar a year industry. This has led lawmakers to rethink their legal views on gambling. On one hand, legalizing gambling outright provokes fears of stimulating gambling addiction to a public that is already somewhat attracted to gambling but on the other hand, Given the current setup of the Pachinko Pawn Shop Partnerships, the only tax revenues the government is making are relatively low corporate taxes from both the Pachinko and associated pawn shop industries. In a country where it's estimated that 40% of the population will be over 65 years of age by 2050, more and more tax revenue is needed to fund pension payments in the near future. And this is one of the critical benefits of casinos in Japan. Overseas, in other industrialized nations, casinos are highly taxed. In some parts of the world, upwards of 40% of gross revenue goes directly into the local and federal coffers. This, in turn, allows for increased spending on better infrastructure that makes the area more attractive to live and do business in. It is exactly this type of revitalization Japan's regional economies need. Tokyo is but a part of Japan, albeit an important one. However, it is only a matter of time before Tokyo starts to mimic the rest of the country, which has been on a downward trend across all areas of the economic board for the past couple of decades. I myself come from a community in Canada that, since the installation of a casino in 1999, has reaped the benefits of increased tax money to be spent on better infrastructure. Brantford, Ontario is a small city of under 100,000 people that, in 2008, was named by Maclean's magazine, the most dangerous city in Canada, Maclean's is like a Newsweek but Canadian. That said, due in part by the revenue generated by a portion of the slot machine earnings but also in larger part by smart management of the increased tax revenue, the same Maclean's magazine reported on April 18, 2018 that Brantford, Ontario was the best city to buy real estate in for 2018 all across Canada for both primary residence and investment use. To quote McLean's, while other southwestern Ontario municipalities continue to struggle with the collapse of the manufacturing industry, Brantford has diversified its economy and thrived. The article continues, The average new detached home in Brantford sold for just over half a million dollars in 2017, making it attractive to greater Toronto-area homeowners interested in moving into a smaller town and cashing in some of their gains. While the building of the casino in Brantford, Ontario, Canada was not the be-all and the end-all, there is no doubt that it played a role in the turnaround of the community and therefore is reason to expect the same can happen for Japan's down-and-out regional economies. Focusing on the present day, Hard Rock International CEO Edward Tracy says their best bet for an integrated resort is not in Tokyo or Osaka, but in Tomakomai City south of Sapporo in Hokkaido. In a Bloomberg interview on August 8, 2018, Mr. Tracy said that the combination of transport and tourism infrastructure together with government cooperation to build an integrated resort will contribute greatly to the redevelopment of the city. Mr. Tracy also said that he expects it to be about three years away from when the first shovels go into the ground to begin construction of any integrated resorts in Japan given the current political climate. Tomokomai City isn't the only spot that is expected to receive a casino. Osaka and Yokohama are in the front running as well, but it is important to stress that nothing is set yet in terms of location anywhere. On July 20th, 2018, the Diet enacted a bill authorizing the opening of casino resorts, which will allow potential municipalities and possible operators to more openly discuss their plans in a way they weren't prior to the 20th of July. Why the secrecy? The law legalizing casino gambling is a hot-button issue and is opposed by a majority of public opinion in Japan. That said, the law sets out regulations only allowing three locations to host integrated resorts and two of the locations must be regional with a third being a metropolis. In addition, the legally allowed floor space dedicated to casinos in the integrated resorts will be limited only to 3% of the usable floor space of the development with the remaining 97% to be used for hotel space, mice facilities, and shopping centers. Japan residents will only be allowed to visit an integrated resort three times per week up to a maximum amount of 10 times per year. Each visit will require an entrance fee of 6,000 Japanese yen. Foreign tourists may visit an unlimited amount of times according to the law. To underscore how important legalized gambling is to the Abe government, Despite nearly two-thirds of the public opinion viewing the law negatively, the government together with coalition factions extended this parliamentary session, which should have ended on June 20th of this year, to July 20th in order to make sure that this legislation passed. On August 20th, Reuters released an article that focused on Osaka as being the metropolis that is most likely to be the one who builds the first casino in Japan. The article, titled Foreign Casino Operators Go All-In As They Vie For Osaka License, for those who wish to Google this source, outlines how established casino operators are waging a public opinion effort. The article writes that Melco Resorts, a Macau casino operator, was a first-time sponsor of an annual fireworks festival in the city. MELCO's chief executive, Lawrence Ho, had visited Osaka's governor, Ichiro Matsui, earlier the same afternoon to donate funds to the city for natural disaster prevention. According to a statement from Ako Shidaogawa, who is MELCO Japan's president, the donation and the firework sponsorship being the same day was a coincidence and not coordinated in order to curry favor with local officials. The Reuters article continues to elaborate that MELCO isn't alone. MGM Resort International coordinated a charter boat with the Blue Man Group to entertain 100 guests during the same fireworks festival. They had coordinated the event from their newly opened office in Osaka that's dedicated to promoting the benefits of hosting a casino to a skeptical public. According to Morgan Stanley, a casino in Osaka is estimated to bring in four billion dollars a year in revenue. That's a hefty sum that's up for grabs with Melko's Lawrence Ho, a billionaire already at 41 years old, saying that a casino in Osaka is an opportunity that comes only once in a lifetime. So what does this mean for real estate in Tokyo? For one, it answers the question of what happens after the Rugby World Cup and the Olympics. Secondly, while these integrated resorts are targeted to be outside of Tokyo, Japan is Japan and all economic roads lead to the capital. There will be little that happens outside of Tokyo that doesn't filter back in some way, shape, or form, whether it be increased jobs, wages, or tax revenue. Third and most importantly, for the long-term prospects of the city, integrated resorts will allow for the maintenance and growth of current tourism numbers post-2020. Mr. Abe's government has a target of 40 million inbound tourists by 2020 and 60 million by 2030 sustainably. Increased tourism numbers can reasonably be argued to be the precursor of immigration reform. At the moment, according to the Nikkei Asian Review on July 12th in 2018, 1 in 10 Tokyoites in their 20s are foreign-born. This is setting the table for a giant makeover in Tokyo's composition moving forward. Young people are starting their careers either in large companies or starting their own businesses, and from there they will move up the economic ladder. These same young people will purchase and rent homes, spend at local businesses and introduce Tokyo to their friends from their country who come to visit for an exotic but safe experience. The seeds of today's tourism, backed by two world-class sporting events and legalized gambling in locations easy to get to from the capital, will ensure that property demand will be healthy for years to come. Real estate is a long game with payoffs being decades down the road and while nothing is certain. It is a rare moment in time to be able to see so far down the playing field like the current environment that the Tokyo real estate market is offering. Casinos will help more than harm Japan and, as a result, allow Tokyo to continue providing healthy returns and gains for investors who choose to jump in now. However, to reiterate, this isn't a quick buy-and-flip play but a buy-and-hold one. If you let the day-to-day headlines guide and affect your decision-making, then you'll be left with paltry gains, but if you choose to look at the larger picture in the proper perspective, then you can stand to do very well. Of course, you should consult with market professionals who can advise based on your personal situation what type of property is best to buy, which is what we are here to help with. Thanks for listening and remember to subscribe to this podcast and get notified when we publish something new. Also feel free to send feedback to me at German at housingjapan.com as we are always interested in making this show better and more relevant to you, the listener. Visit www.housingjapan.com for more real estate property listing information. Thanks for listening and bye for now.